Hi, and welcome to the I Meet Hotel podcast with industry updates, expert guests, and musings on what the future of travel and hospitality might look like. Every week, we'll bring you a new topic we find interesting through our work in this business with your host, Kristen Lipinski. We also want to hear from you. If there's something you'd like us to talk about on one of our next episodes, email us at info at imeethotel.com or find us on LinkedIn at imeethotel. Welcome back to I Meet Hotel, the podcast. Now, today we are talking uh, hospitality education with the assistant dean at one of the top hospitality schools in the world, the Swiss Hotel Management School in Lausanne, Mr. Patrick Taffin. Patrick, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you for having me, Christian. Absolutely. Uh, I've been looking forward to this podcast as uh, you know, we've been working with the, the Swiss Hotel Management School for a while, and there's a lot of really cool things that you guys are doing there. So maybe we should start with a quick introduction to yourself, your experience in educating and creating high quality hospitality professionals through program management, and what your role as assistant dean of one of the most prestigious hospitality schools, uh, SHMS, looks like. Okay, so um, yes, my name is Patrick Taffin. I'm originally from Brazil and um, with a French background. And I studied hospitality myself when I was younger and pursued my career. And my career led me all over the world. Um, luckily enough, I went to France, French Polynesia, a bit of Qatar, Kuwait. And after quite a while of being in the hospitality business, I realized that what I really loved was to train people, educate people, and go into the educational business. Um, what was interesting was that my family is from the educational business, so I thought, why not? Let me give it a try. And I found a job in Switzerland and moved here uh, 10 years ago now already, and these 10 years have been amazing. Um, I have managed to get all the education also to become an educator, so... Um, I did my postgraduate certificate in education, I did my master's in education, and have been teaching ever since. I, I really enjoy it and love it. Um, so that's how I got into the educational side of things. So my uh, hospitality background helped, of course, because I come with a lot of experience and knowledge from the business, but then I paired it up with the educational background. Um, what it means to, to be an assistant dean? Well. What I really enjoy about this is, first of all, trying to be a role model, trying to show other people what it is to be a hotelier, what it is to be in the hospitality business. And my role is to provide teachers with all the tools that they need to provide students with the opportunities they have to increase their knowledge and to be the next hoteliers in the world for tomorrow. So um, that's what I love and that's what I try to do on my everyday to day job. No, it's super interesting and, and seeing your background in hospitality for so long and then going to that, um, you know, quite a journey. I mean, diving a little deeper into your purpose at the Swiss Hotel Management School, um, you know, why is secondary education in hospitality so important in the current landscape of the industry? Well, that, that's a really interesting question and we're hearing it um, a lot. Um, we've gone through these years of COVID where people have really thought of what they want to do in their life. And what we realize is that um, there is a big gap nowadays and a lot of people looking for jobs um, 
a lot of employers, sorry, looking for people in hospitality. Um, there's been this season in Switzerland, some, some places where the restaurants could not open at full capacity because they did not have enough employees. And not only servers and things like that, but the supervisors, the supervisory level is the one that really um, is, has lost out during COVID and, and, and people are desperate all around the world. We get companies who are calling us um, saying, for example, um, in Qatar for the World Cup, the Marriott Group alone is looking for a thousand plus um, job opportunities for, for, for students who are coming out of the business who are now interns. Mm -hmm. So you can see that there is this importance in the hospitality business for people who are educated, who know what they're doing and not only who know what they're doing, but can be the supervisors of tomorrow. Um, they really are looking for people who want to take this up the job. And I think that's the importance. We get people here in SHMS who come because they love hospitality and that's what they want to do with their lives. So we train them, we give them that operational leadership. That, that's what we call it. We call it operational leadership. Mm. They know how to be leaders in the operating world. And, and so we train them focusing on this. Now, not only are hospitality people looking for jobs, um, but also other companies, we have banks, luxury boutique shops, they're looking for people who can install that hospitality way of being, okay. of serving the guest, of welcoming the guest, of knowing how to deal with a guest. Um, in some countries, a public sector too. So we've, we've managed to make some great agreements with governments who send um, students on a, on a scholarship mm. government because they want them to go back to the countries, depending where they are, it could be Saudi Arabia, Dominican Republic, mm. with the hospitality backgrounds to bring this into their service sector mm. all around. So I think it's a great opportunity nowadays. Yeah, and I think that's kind of something that uh, we all forget that hospitality doesn't necessarily translate into hotel uh, as well, uh, as you mentioned with the banks and things like this. So uh, really interesting aspect there. I mean, you, you, you've been at the, as you mentioned, uh, at the center of the education sector for the past decade. So the last 10 years, as you mentioned, uh, you know, this has uh, been a quite a change over the last few years and especially the last decade. So what changes have you witnessed uh, over that time, and particularly, of course, uh, the last couple of years. And, you know, are these changes in hospitality education for the better? Uh, what do you think is uh, your, your, your take on it? Um, that's a super interesting question. And it's something that we always keep as educators around the world. I think everyone who's hearing this who's in the, in the educational um, background is always thinking of how they could make things better, how they could improve. So it's something that we do anyways, on, on, on a current basis. What I think, um, since I'm here, I think there are two aspects about this. One of them is that we, we continue on doing things that we do well and that we know are important. Um, when you're teaching somebody to do service, you're always gonna teach the basics. And I think one of the models that we've come up with in SHMS, which I really like, is that you learn the rules first, the traditional way, and then you know how to break them. And by, by breaking them, we mean you know how to innovate, how to change, how to recreate. So we, we really want our students to do this. And um, we have two campuses. Um, we're one school, but we have two campuses. Our, our, our junior campus, as we can call it, is in Co. Mm. And in Co, they, they have like the first two years of the bachelors, where they learn all the basics of how to serve, 
um, how to welcome the clients. After that, they come to Lausanne, they're in the last years of the bachelor, and that's where they want, we want them to break a bit of the rules and, and innovate and change. And I think the Generation Z that's coming along is really about that. They, they want to have a bit of their own identity and they want to show that they can do great hospitality in a different way, in a, in a, in a, in a newer way. And, and because of that, our own way of how we teach them and how we um, bring forward the information to them has to evolve and change too. Mm. Um, when I arrived in 2012, of course, we all had telephones and mobile phones, but it wasn't as pronounced as we have now. And now the phone is part of everyone's life and, and it's so easy to get information, but you need to know how to treat that information and how to use it in the best way possible. So we, we focus a bit on that, but we also focus on how to make it interesting, how to, um, you know, do we need to always wear a suit and tie and um, be very formal in, in hospitality? Well, maybe in some hotels we do, and that's why in the first and second years we have uniform. But then when we come to third and fourth year, we let them bring a bit of their flair onto things. We want them to show a little bit about who they are. Um, if they want to go and work for a traditional hotel, well, they know how to wear a uniform and go for it. But if they want to go for a more like um, trendy, out of the box hotel that some, some hotels are creating, mm. well, then that flair that they've been creating that we're letting them to come about might transpire into their um, interviews and that may make them somebody special for that hotel in the future. So that's one thing. I think one other thing that we're doing is that we are, um, we, we've taken a lot this this um, ownership of learning into the students' hands. And I think, I mean, a lot of people will talk about it, but um, we give them things to do, um, especially here in Lausanne where we have our bachelors, we have our master of science students, we have our postgraduate students. Um, teach them how to think, teach them how to be creative. And why do we do this? I think also because of the generation of having more and more people who are on their phones, they are always looking and searching for a quick answer, which is, um, you know, on Google or whatever you want to, to find it. And, and instead of doing that, we're telling them, okay, put down your phones, let's go analog, let's brainstorm, let's talk to each other, go for creative creativity, try and find something yourselves without it need to be always based upon something you find. So we focus a lot on that part too, of putting them a bit out of their comfort zone and saying, okay, bring me something new, bring me something innovative. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's an interesting part of what we teach here. Yes. And I, you know, as I mentioned, um, you know, I mean, hotel and SHMS have uh, put together events together and work together in different things. Uh, and from my personal experience, uh, I can say that uh, what you guys are doing there at SHMS by allowing them to break out of the boxes and find new solutions and being innovative. One thing that comes to mind uh, is the event program. Uh, as education moved online through Zoom and things like this, uh, the world still had to continue, and so did the events. Um, and I remember our first virtual event with you guys. You had kind of a, a smaller setup. And then next year, the following event, still virtual. Uh, maybe you can tell me a little bit about how that developed from that virtual small setup until uh, maybe you can tell our audience about what you have there now for that purpose. Um, that's such a great story, and, and you're absolutely right. And it was so good to do it with you and I mean the hotel because we we started off, and, and I think you remember 
suddenly we had COVID, we had to adapt and be creative and we couldn't have anyone on campus. Mm -hmm. But these students who were with us, they had signed up for events and they wanted to do an event. And we saw all our colleagues who are in the business doing virtual conferences and having to change. So we decided we need to make this virtual and, and together with, with you guys, we, we did this. And of course, the first time wasn't that easy. We had to be creative. We, we had a classroom change into an event kind of hub. Yeah. Um, computers were kind of wires everywhere, putting these together, filming and everything. And we said, this seems to be an opportunity um, uh, from a challenge. We, we, we found these, this opportunity. And with that, we created a, a, a whole section in our school to do virtual events. So we created a fixed green screen area. We created a fixed place where we can do conf virtual conferences, mm -hmm. um, small, of course, for virtual meetings, I would say. Mm. And, and all of that came from this, from this challenge to do it. And I think that's why in the next one we did, we had the hub where we could have somebody with his control room, with everything, and we still use it today. And our events now have changed. So in the past, we would invite people over, we would do a nice cocktail, we would show people around, we would do an event on campus. Mm -hmm. But now we have the, 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 the hybrid events. We do have a part where we are going to be doing streaming, going to have a virtual side of it, because that is what the future is about. Mm -hmm. So. With that challenge came the opportunity with the opportunity we changed our curriculum and and i think developed it for the benefit of everyone yeah so that no. was really exciting no I, I totally agree i mean uh, seeing what you guys created uh first person you know if our listeners head over to the i meet hotel uh, linkedin page uh, and scroll down a little bit to our last event with shms we got some behind the scenes pictures of their setup um, and it's quite impressive for a hospitality school, like you said, taking this challenge and turning it into an opportunity and creating something new, which, um, you know, I'm in the event business. So I can tell you that people still really enjoy having the capability of attending these events from the comfort of their own home or on a beach in Bali, but still having the opportunity. So I don't think hybrid events are going to go anywhere anytime soon. And then with a lot of your students in hospitality and doing events, it's something that uh, they're going to have to hit the ground running uh, once they get into uh, the, the industry. I, I think we should, you know, take a little bit of time and pivot over um, to focusing on different areas of education, uh, including um, spa and wellness resort services. Um, why is now a pivotal time for hospitality to focus on these things? Um, well, now is, is, a, is a great time. I mean, I, I did part of my, my, my job experience was in the resort and wellness hotels and spa hotels. And I was lucky enough to, to, to be in these companies that did focus on well-being and wellness. With, I think it was already a trend before COVID, but with COVID, it got a bit um, highlighted um, even further. We, we realized a lot of these hotels that have... Um, focusing on how people can be um, the well-being of, of what you need to um, feel on an everyday um, time to time. You need to learn a lot of this. Mm -hmm. Not everyone automatically is somebody who is balanced in life and well-being. You know, a lot of these things come from education and from working on it. So there are these fantastic resorts opening up all over the world. I mean, there have been some that have been going on for years, of course, but now it's more in the highlight. Not only the sustainable part of it for your own well-being, but 
but how to learn to be an all-round balanced person. So um, it is part of what we teach you and what we do. Um, and it's part of what the, 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 a lot of companies are looking for. I mean, uh, there are great projects all around the world with these resorts who you go there to spend a week to refocus and reboot yourself in how you eat, how you spend your time, how you take care of yourself, not only body, but mind and soul. And I think that's very important. And we saw that COVID did bring a lot of this stress out of people. And, and you know, it, it put us into situations where we had to deal with things that we didn't know were about us. And, and, and now we do, and now we've learned a bit about ourselves. So these resorts are there to help people who can do that to, to, to really put them on to their right track. And I, I say their right track because every person's different. Mm -hmm. um, and these resorts cater for the individual. So they're, they're kind of this luxury kind of um, focusing on you as a person and what you can do and become and be better as a person. So a great part of the future of hospitality is in there, I think. Mm -hmm. No, I'd have to agree. And I think, um, you know, looking at um, the new age traveler, I guess you can say the new generations coming up, uh, you see a lot of these different trends going into, you know, hyper personalization or going for not these short stays, but for a longer stay. And then in, in that as well as looking uh, for a sense of uh, taking care of your well-being. So um, it's something that I look for uh, when I go for traveling as well. Uh, I think we should utilize uh, a bit of your experience because your long-term commitment in the industry has allowed you to gain so much experience in many hospitality environments, uh, including working in remote luxury island resorts. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that journey? If people are looking to go and do that, what is that like? And um, how, I mean, especially moving far away from home, uh, to different continents, um, you know, what is that like? Um, I think th there's a lot of things that I love to share with, with with my students and with my colleagues and and anyone because I think it's part of how we learn from each other and gain experience. So um, I I was the first thing I would say is you need to be open, be open to challenges and experiences. You know, don't when, when you're looking for a new job or when you're looking for a new experience, don't focus on a on a hotel brand or a geograph geographical location because that will limit your opportunity. So I was really just open to, to something that could excite me and, and take me further in, in, in what I could do. And of course, I had my wife as a partner who was sharing this. We, we together were looking and whoever found the first opportunity, we went for it, you know. So um, I, was, I was living in France and I was working for a huge hotels, um, you know, a thousand rooms plus it was at Disneyland Paris um, hotel complex. And then um, I got a job, I, I had to move. And then finally I got a job in um, French Polynesia, right? So close to Bora Bora and all those beautiful islands. And I thought, ah, I'm used to, you know, being a, a front office manager, a thousand rooms, it's gonna be a piece of cake. And I got to a Relais Chateau uh, Resort and 60 bungalows, but really high-end um, luxury. And in the middle of nowhere, nowhere to go, nowhere to do, no telephone service. It was back in the day. It was still not, um, antennas were not everywhere. Yeah. And it was just so interesting just to be confronted with this situation with a completely different environment. But I loved it. I gained so much knowledge and information from this small boutique size very high-end luxury resort. And that really helped me to understand that 
every job has its pros and cons and and what you think is just a piece of cake actually is not and it becomes difficult um living on the islands in itself it's it's a challenge to those people who need to be out and about um shopping and stuff like that i remember i had a colleague who was um, a shopaholic and the only thing we had was a hotel boutique so yeah. he would buy the polo shirt of every color you know to, to, to make that um his to to, to feed his shopaholic yeah. um, aspect but um for me it was just being able to work in an environment with these high-end luxury people in a very challenging environment i mean i remember once we had no water that was coming from the main islands and you know people need showers and every day so what we had to do to make this work and all these challenges in a remote place eight hour flight for any major city in the world so that was um if you if you want to learn if you're open to opportunities then you know go for it it's not going to be easy but you have to look at the bright side. And I'm that kind of person. I mean, I had a staff beach where I could go and snorkel with all the beautiful fish on the coral reefs when I had a bit of time off. So that was an opportunity um, that I took and I never regret it. Um, great learning experience. Um, I, I think that's a thing though, that's uh, we continuously have to learn to stay up to date with everything uh, and uh, to still be at the forefront of our industry. Uh, and then seizing those opportunities, uh, as you said. So finally, as we know, education is an ongoing thing. So if people are interested in furthering their knowledge uh, and doing that with SHMS, uh, where can they find out more? So um, the, the main part is shms.com. You have a lot of information there um, on the website. It has all the different programs. I mean, we, we teach the bachelors, we teach the postgraduates, we teach Master of Arts, Master of Science. Um, it's a very hands-on program if you want to come, and, and, and it's for everyone. Either you are somebody who is just starting off with hospitality, there are programs for you, or you already have hospitality experience, there are programs like the postgraduate course for you or the Master of Science. So there's a bit of everyone, and we also um, focus on this fast learning um, where a master's can be done in one year because it's intensive, so you need to be ready for it. Um, last but not least, we have an online master's program that is also there, but it of course takes a lot longer because we're doing it as for professionals who are working and need um, some, you know, some education to take them to a next level in their job. So we have an online master's program too, and that can be done over two years. So in general shms.com if you really want uh, more information and, and um, provide more information you can also drop me an email at ptaffin at shms.com so that's p-t-a-f-f-i-n at shms.com and i can refer you to the best place possible for all the information perfect so head over to shms.com uh like i said education super important and it's good that you continue to pursue those things uh in the industries that you work at patrick i want to say thanks so much for joining the show today it's been a real pleasure to have you on oh it's been a pleasure thank you so much and we look forward to welcoming you back soon for another event Cool. I think we'll wrap it up here for today. So to all our listeners, thank you for joining. We have another great episode planned for you. So watch this space. 
Remember to stay up to date with all our events by signing up to the I Meet Hotel mailing list and visiting us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Or hey, you can go old school. Email us at info at imeethotel.com. So today we talked, we questioned, we learned, and most importantly, we hope we gave you something to think about. Also, if there's anything you want us to cover in future episodes, we've got a podcast team that's eager to dive into some weird and interesting research topics. So get in touch with us and let us know if there's anything you want to know about hospitality. The I Meet Hotel podcast is a production from I Meet Hotel and Bidroom, the first subscription-based online travel community. Visit bidroom.com to learn more.